0: I think if I get one and I beg it, that I'll get a lot of clout.
1: Only if you lease it. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Ren Judd. And the past week, it was the highly anticipated and well-known SEMA show. SEMA, SEMA, SEMA.
0: Very, very crazy on the internet, especially.
1: Yes, there was a lot of hype around this event, a lot of content over the past week, and we got a lot to talk about. Oh yeah, 100%. So start off, uh, do you know what SEMA stands for? I'm not too sure. So SEMA, it's an acronym for Supra Equipment Manufacturing Association.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. And I'm guessing that's a meme.
1: Yeah, it's a meme. Uh, It actually stands for Speed Equipment Manufacturing Association, Yeah. but I, I actually saw this like earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. and I'm sure everyone knows why.
0: Yeah, it's because there are were literally 40-plus Supras.
1: Yeah, it, it was ridiculous. Like, yeah. going into, like, even prior to SEMA, um, you know, I think we all knew that, you know, Supra was going to be a huge part of the show mm-hmm. just because, you know, it's super hyped up. Um, you know, like, the whole partnership between BMW and Toyota, it was, like, kind of sp- skeptical between people. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, in the end, you know, tuna companies, aftermarket community, you know, everyone's going to hop onto this and that's exactly what we saw.
0: Yeah. Uh, everyone was, like, really skeptical about the Supra when it first came out. Uh, especially the A90, I should say. But I think everyone just jumped on it really well. And uh, especially, like, manufacturers, they really, like, came out with the parts super quick. Like, I, like they just came out this year and people are, were, like, buying parts and already modding them and Hell, even I think TJ Hunt and uh Adam LZ were like already modifying them, like and tuning them,
1: yeah. They're tuning them and everything, yeah. And like the car's been out for maybe like six months, maybe, yeah. Uh, so it's been you know very little time with owners, okay. tuning companies, and all that. But I think because the A90, it's kind of following the Mark IV Supra's footsteps mm-hmm. with like the tuning capabilities and all that, and you know, a lot of people want to follow that as well, yeah, right. And I think especially with manufacturers and aftermarket um, like parts manufacturers. Everyone wants to hop onto this as early as they can because they know people are going to modify this car no matter what.
0: Yeah, that's that's very, very true. And like we've seen it, especially at SEMA. How many wide bodies were there? Take that in. Yeah,
1: there, there was a lot. I think like right? almost every picture I've seen was wide body. Yeah. You know, like, like the stock body was rare. Yeah.
0: I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it goes to show, like, everyone wanted to, like, jump on it, especially, like, company-wise. Everyone wanted to show that they were, like, you know, going to make parts for it. And, obviously, that there's a reason why. They want to be able to get the person's sale, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, sigma like, being a trade show, um, like, to promote your products there is huge, right? Yeah. And a lot of these cars, a lot of the Supras there, they were part of different, you know, manufacturers' Boots, uh different brands, and all that—they were kind of sponsor- sponsored vehicles. Yeah, that had all these aftermarket parts on them. So most of them, they were kind of research and development cars, I guess you could say. Yeah. So they were kind of testing the car with different parts and all that, yeah. and just kind of putting it together just for the show.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And I believe, like, even though a lot of them were wide body, I don't think they were all the same wide body. Yeah. Even though you know, like a wide body Supra is a wide body Supra. Yeah. Right? But there were a lot of different kits available for it.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the other thing is a lot of new companies are, sh- are coming out. And to actually Widebody Supra, it was more of a promotion f- promotional thing for them. So like every single company out there, Liberty Walk was making a kit and so was Rocket Bunny, right? And there's so many other companies out there that we can name, but they're all, you know, making their own kits to a specific way. And kind of showing showing it off so that like you know consumers had literally all the options available out there
1: yeah exactly that's kind of what it was you know like uh like you said like liberty block uh rocket bunny i think like h hks they had their own kit they had yeah. like a they had one super it had um a chassis mounted wing mm-hmm. so huge wing on it yeah. that was really interesting to see yeah but yeah it's all about like options you yeah. know because like all the Supras, you know even though they all have like similar features they're all different in their own way
0: yeah and I think that's what makes it unique every manufacturer did their own thing and that's what made every single super different still even though you you did point out that the stock body was actually rare at the show right which let's be honest it's pretty true yeah exactly (laughs) but in my opinion it's more than just wide bodying a car it's like kind of making it still look nice and I think a lot of companies want to show how they, they can make it look different than anyone else
1: so one thing that I found really, really interesting at the show, um, like, I think about a week before the show actually started, there's this company called Pro Charger, and I believe they arrived early at the show, so they had, like, their whole booth, mm-hmm. they had their truck trailer with their show car inside, and I think it was parked outside the venue, and it was stolen. That's crazy. Just a week before the show, which is ridiculous if you think about it. Like, this is the entire Pro Charger booth, mm-hmm. their entire setup, stolen with the booth car.
0: Man, some people are just... Can't, you know, they can't see people enjoying their things, you know? Yeah. Can't, that's You can't have nice things. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. And oh. It's
1: really unfortunate, but it, it's kind of funny because the car was GPS tracked. Mm-hmm. So, the owner was able to track it down, Um, like, I think they said about 10 hours later. Mm-hmm. And they found the car. They cornered it off. Unfortunately, I think this car was involved in a hit and run. Oh, no. So, the person who stole it, they crashed it and then they, they ran, but police caught them they got the car back and it was released from evidence just before SEMA. and you know pro charge was able to set up their booth with the car at the show just in time which is ridiculous if you think about it yeah
0: again i don't know why people would do that but definitely kudos to them for actually you know pushing to actually get their car back in the show i think that's what counts uh they were about they were able to make it and yeah
1: yeah, it's actually a crazy story, and it's actually, like, one of the most talked about stories. Like, if you go online and you just search up Quinton Brothers, so mm-hmm. that, it was brothers that built this uh, ch- Challenger. Mm-hmm. I believe it was a 1,000 horsepower, yep. and, you know, it was part of the Pro Charger boot, so they probably used all the parts from there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, crazy story. Like, I was surprised that they were even able to make it, and yeah. they actually had the car, like, at the boot set up exactly how it was crashed. They had, like, caution tape around it. They didn't fix anything oh so it, like it's interesting but you know it it shows you know like their passion for yeah. the car that they they actually you know they want to show it off even though it was involved in this yeah. accident
0: yeah and you know what that's all that counts that like they actually made it I, I really like respect them even more for that like showing off their crashed car right because every every other car in in SEMA was like flawless
1: yeah, it was just like a really interesting story. Um, I, I really like that they were able to even make it SEMA. Mm-hmm. You know, I give them props for that.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what it's all about, right? And especially being a car enthusiast, that's what we like to see, right? We like to see people, like, yeah, really passionate about cars. And, like, that, that's, that's the one story that, you know, will just be talked about every single year. It's like, oh, yeah, do you remember when, when the Pro Charge Challenger got robbed? And, like, I just know for a fact everyone's going to be talking about it every single year. Oh yeah, it,
1: it's definitely a story that like won't ever die out. Yeah, exactly. Staying on the topic of Dodge. I also found this Dodge Charger. It's fifteen hundred horsepower, all-wheel drive, wide body, and full carbon fiber. That's crazy. Absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like a Hellcat. It doesn't really say it's it this Charger, mm-hmm. but it's twin-turboed, wide body, full carbon fiber. That's crazy. And fifteen hundred horsepower. Like that's insane. And I don't think, yeah, so Dodge doesn't make all-wheel drive, like, performance version of this car. No. I think a lot of people have kind of been wanting something like this. Yeah. But obviously, you know, unfortunately, Dodge doesn't make something like this. To see someone actually do this mm-hmm. and make 1,500 horsepower is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. it's. A, I think uh, Americans, they have it all messed up. Uh, they really like their rear-wheel drives. But I think if Americans really put all-wheel drives in all their cars, especially, they would have one of the best horsepower cars oh yeah easily right like we already have all the power like dodge literally builds a car with 700 horsepower street legal but it's rear wheel drive yeah like i'm sorry but it's a death wish
1: yeah yeah literally even like the demon too that things like 840 horsepower or something Mm -hmm. that's ridiculous Mm -hmm. for a rear-wheel drive
0: yeah i think only their suvs for me i i would possibly only get their suvs because they're all-wheel drive and i believe the trackhawk still comes with like 500 to 600 horsepower yeah and that's all-wheel drive as yeah. well yeah so
1: actually i think that one it has the hellcat motor so it's like 700 horsepower
0: which is crazy yeah <laughs> um but yeah like uh, that would only, that would be the only way that a dodge would justify or any other um even the ford mustang the the camaro even um i think those even come in rear wheel drive as well which yeah. but yeah back to this i think that's why it kind of like really like blows our mind because these cars don't come with all-wheel drive. Uh, forget the carbon fiber for a second, <laughs> but yeah, the all-wheel drive system is really what kind of bamboozles us.
1: The carbon fiber, like the entire body, is carbon fiber. Every single yeah. part of it is carbon fiber, yeah. which is crazy. Like you see a lot of supercars that come with full carbon fiber shells from the factory, yeah. and yeah, like I've never seen Dodge Charger with carbon fiber. Now that I think about it, because like they have so much power, like the the weight it kind of it's kind of negligible to the amount of power yeah. it makes right yeah mm-hmm. but obviously you know something like this twin turbo all-wheel drive with carbon fiber like it it probably makes a huge difference
0: 100 in the car community those cars are really like the a nickname for those cars is a whale and there's a reason why because they're really yeah. really big they're really they're really big. heavy
1: yeah actually the, the top comment on one of the pictures i've seen is how much does it weigh yeah. So, you know, it's kind of notorious for the amount of, you know, the exactly. weight of the car. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it's carbon fiber, you know, makes a huge difference. Yeah.
0: And uh, let's hope it, it, that they actually got the weight down because those cars are just really heavy. So, and with even with 1500 horsepower, uh, I would want to actually see it run on the track, though.
1: Yeah. And actually, like, they don't have a lot of, like, uh, content of it. Yeah. But I'd love to see this thing on the track. Yeah. Or like a drag strip, even. That'll be really interesting.
0: Yeah. Same here. Same here. I think one car that really like blew my mind because I, I'm really into stance and everything uh, was Crispy's build. For anyone that doesn't follow him, uh, definitely do so. But he has a Legacy GT and uh, it, it's a wagon and it's really like unique because he just got some work done recently on it. It's bagged, first of all. It has really unique wheels. Um, I think he ha- he's the only one person to actually own those specific wheels in that specific specific color. And the work that he got done on it is by a really recognized shop. If anyone doesn't know Serious Innovations, um, they're notorious for their trunk setups. And uh, Crispy getting them to do do it, it, honestly, it looks amazing. And it's one of the most different trunk setups I've ever seen
1: yeah i'd agree with you like everyone knows crispy crispy media you know he's huge in the aftermarket community Mm -hmm. and you know he he had this legacy for a while actually he did like different iterations of the build yeah but this was like the full the first full-on show car build of his car Mm -hmm. and you know he put a lot of work into this the paint for starters is like crazy it has like this really nice sparkle in it Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a maroon color and it has like this nice sparkle yeah so that's really nice but like 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 you said, the wheels, uh, I think it's the debut of like the Rotiform wheels. They're LVS M mm-hmm. and his car is like the first car to have them on. Yeah. So that's really cool. I actually really like the wheels. They're really interesting. Yeah. They're a lot different than most of like roadie wheels. Yeah. wheels. They're very,
0: very different. And I think that's what he was trying to get at.
1: Yeah. That's what I really like them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, like the trunk setup, serious innovations, you know, they kill it every time. Yeah. I think we saw a couple of the cars at import fest yeah. early in the summer. Yeah. Um, really nice. And, like, his trunk setup is kind of customized to his branding. Yeah. So, I think it has, like, his Crispy Media logo in it, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. And, yeah, his... I think my favorite part is his headlights and his taillights.
0: Yeah. His taillights mainly is what kind of shocked me because I actually don't even know what material that is. But... Wow, it's a, it's yeah. just very unique. No one ever like does that kind of style.
1: Yeah, it's really different. Like yeah. a lot of like you see a lot of custom uh, fabricators or retrofitters of headlights, mm-hmm. but I think the company that did them are Circuit Demon, and it's not like regular headlights. I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like acrylic tubes of lights mm-hmm. that kind of come together to form an array of lights. Yeah, and like every single one of them is individually controlled. So it's not mm-hmm. these aren't LEDs. These are tubes of lights. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain, but like if you follow him on Instagram, you could see the see him for yourself. Yeah, that's like my favorite.
0: Yeah, and uh, even his interior. I think I believe he went with suede interior. Even yeah, I think um, it's Alcantara. Alcantara. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it, like the entire side pillars, his the roof, uh, even the seats. They're all like c- similar styling. So that's what really like made it super unique. Is because he got everything to look almost like very similar. And it's not overdone either, right? It's like very, very, very clean and very simple. But yeah. when when you look at it, it's very, very nice.
1: Yeah, it's really nice. Like all the de- the little details are really subtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, like the headliner. I think his door panels, his dash, even mm-hmm. it's all Huckleterra. Yeah, I really like the forged carbon accents. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't know, like this carbon fiber, a lot of people do carbon fiber. Forged carbon fiber is like this newer material Mm -hmm. i think actually i think lamborghini created it Mm -hmm. so in their lamborghini huracan Mm -hmm. most of the trim pieces are forged carbon fiber yeah and yeah like a lot of the trim pieces in his car are forged carbon fiber which i really like it's really different it's not like your standard carbon fiber and it kind of has like a unique look to it and let's not forget he also did like a a six-speed swap on it too yeah which is crazy and his engine build i think it makes or it's projected to make 600 horsepower
0: yeah but, I like, then again, this is a show car, right? So, it, his goal with this car is not to, like, you know, just go crazy out
1: on performance.
0: Everything just looks super nice. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah, it. that's
1: the goal. And, it, you know, he definitely achieved that goal. Yeah.
0: And I think another thing that really, like, stood out to me was the slammed t- trucks. Now, a lot of the truck owners, they end up, you know, putting large lift kits on them, some big wheels, and... Uh, that's pretty much their build the people that are really unique in my opinion are the people that slam them right like slam trucks is i think a new trend that's really going to take off in the future and i've seen a couple of them one is the, the new dodge ram um they ended up taking them slamming it on i believe they look like 23s it's really 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 low and i i think it's on the ground literally. Um, but I think that's the new trend is slamming a truck or even a car to the point where like when you're aired out or if you you're static you're literally scraping,
1: yeah, and one thing that like really surprised me is that a lot of these cars they're like brand new cars, oh yeah, like yeah. like you said, like the new dodge rammed, i seen a new g m c sierra, yeah, even a new escalade, yeah, I've never seen a slammed escalade, yeah, and like slamming one of these cars is not easy, yeah, like when you fit big wheels under the car yeah you have to like notch the frame you have to like cut the bed Mm -hmm. there's so much custom fabrication you have to do just to slam it just to get it on the ground yeah and that's like like i have a lot of respect for people who do this because i know it's not easy
0: yeah i'm even seeing some like uh f-150 shelby's right and or built by shelby i should say that's even crazier because i believe those trucks are what like almost 100k
1: yeah they're expensive trucks Yeah. yeah And the fact that people are, like, willing to, like, chop them up yeah. just so it sits on the ground is, like, yeah. crazy to me. Exactly. And on the topic of, like, trucks and SUVs, one of my favorites is the new G63 uh, G-Wagon. hmm Someone, I think it was part of, like, the Toyo Tires booth. Mm-hmm. But this thing is crazy. It's, it looks like it has custom fenders. Yeah. And it's slammed, like you said. But it's not, like, touching the ground, but it's, it's really subtle. And it doesn't even look real, to be honest.
0: Yeah, like, when you first showed it to me, I thought it was a render. Yeah, it looks like a render. Because like,
1: yeah. I've never seen anyone modify these cars in general. Like, the G-Wagons, yeah. they're so expensive. Yeah, no one touches them. No one if touches them.
0: People, like, either lift them or they just leave them how it is and just drive them. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, people don't usually touch these trucks. Um, it's really cool to see someone actually step outside of that box and actually touch and, like lift or lower this one
1: yeah it looks like it's on air suspension yeah and it has like some nice big wheels it looks like it's kind of like a performance yeah uh build to it obviously g63 it comes with like the twin turbo v8 so it has a lot of power but yeah i'm a fan of this i really like it
0: so are talking about trucks uh people obviously lower them as well but there's actually a performance one that i that really caught my eye uh this is a tacoma So, yeah, this Tacoma really caught my eye, um, mainly because it's a performance truck. I think seeing performance trucks is, like, very cool because it's something that, like, not a lot of people do.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. It's something, like, seeing a performance truck, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't expect it because trucks are big, they're heavy, they're, you know, they're pretty high off the ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't really expect them to go fast. Yeah. But this one, uh, like you said, it's a Tacoma. This is actually one of the newer Tacomas, too, so, like, on the topic of new trucks. Yeah it's like fully modified you know like I, I don't know if it's on air or it's on coils but mm-hmm. it's pretty low to the ground it has a full body kit it's wide body it has some crazy wheels a big wing it's crazy honestly like i don't know how to describe this and it's definitely a statement like the picture i'm looking at right now they have a render of it and then they have the real life uh build and it's like almost spot on yeah like Aside from all, like, the parts, you know, like, the wide body, the body kit and everything, it has, like, this really crazy orange and black wrap that really makes it stand out. Yeah. And, you know, it definitely looks like a performance truck, a race truck, anything mm-hmm. like that.
0: And, again, I think this is, like, one of those builds where, like, um, it's not meant to actually be raced. I don't know if the owner actually sends it with this thing. But it seems like he, he built this truck specifically for SEMA.
1: Yeah, exactly. It looks like a, a full on, you know, show car or show truck.
0: Mm-hmm. And I've seen those before. To be honest, um,
1: they're pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen them as well. I've seen like performance truck, but this is probably my favorite just because it's a Tacoma. Like nobody really modifies Tacoma. Exactly right. And this L- is like the newer ones too. These
0: ones are actually yeah. really nice. So, not, uh, I think we talk a lot about about modifying cars, but we never talk about exotics. I know I know we not not a lot of people, especially up here in, in Canada, they don't really touch exotics. But at Sima there was four Huracans parked right beside each other that were all modified and everything was touched on them. Um were they all b- wide body? I can't remember off the uh, I don't
1: remember if they're wide body. I know a couple of them were. Yeah. But it was definitely it was part of um like a showcase of yeah. these different cars. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, I think maybe a couple weeks ago, we actually talked about uh, Liberty Walk Huracan. It was, like, the first in the world. Mm-hmm. And that car was actually part of this uh, display as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's actually crazy to see that the crazy mods that you can actually do those cars. But, holy crap, they're very, very expensive.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, what I think I believe one of the cars was actually Twin Terror World, too. Yeah. Which is crazy.
0: Yeah. It's just rich people trying to enjoy their cars. And I think the whole scene of actually modifying uh exotics is gonna really take off in the future um i know a lot of people have done it before but i think currently it's a growing trend and we're gonna see a lot more like twin turbo lambos in the future
1: yeah definitely i agree i think what like Mm -hmm. like any car like when you start to modify you know you kind of move up uh classes i guess you could say yeah so you know a lot of people are getting into like the exotics and modifying them and stuff Mm -hmm. and you know i'm a fan of it i really like the exotics yeah to see people put, like, their own custom uh, flair on it is yeah. really nice.
0: Yeah, it's really cool to see, like, people just touching them, right? Like, because no one really does that up here, especially.
1: All right, so one car that I've been following for a while, actually, probably, like, the entire year is the LC500. Mm-hmm. So I think we've talked about it before. You know, we're both big fans of the LC500. Yeah. It's kind of, like, the successor to the LFA, yeah. which is, like, super rare. Yeah. Uh, the LC, like, just stock body on its own. Is probably, like, one of my favorite cars. Like, in terms of sports supercars, the design, uh, even, like, performance of it, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Yeah. But the build that I've been following, it's, uh, I think it's the first Liberty Walk kit for the LC500. And this thing, like, I've been following it for a while now. It's crazy. Like, it's on bags. It's on, like, some really nice wheels. Uh, you know, wide body, obviously, has a nice wing to it. And it even has um, a wrap. And over the wrap it has airbrush on it. Wow, that's crazy, which I've never seen before. I've never seen no. anyone airbrush over a wrap.
0: Yeah, I think it's something that people don't really do. Airbrushing is mainly for painting, I think, but I'm guessing the the owner doesn't really want to do anything permanent to the car. Probably why they chose airbrushing.
1: Yeah, exactly. and like the air it's really interesting because the wrap it's kind of like this dark green. And the airbrush, it kind of adds a wear to the green, so it's kind of yeah. like military kind of. I don't yeah. know exactly what the the spec is on the wrap, mm-hmm. but you know, nonetheless, I'm really big fan of it. It's really nice. The build came together really well. And I, I I don't really see a lot of those
0: cars being modified, but I think the LC 500 in general is a super super unique car. No one really adopts to that styling, and I think Lexus did a really good job of designing it.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's one of, like, my my favorite designs that Lexus has done in years. Yeah. One thing I was really surprised is that there wasn't, like, a huge Corvette C8 presence there. I think we both know why that happened, though. The Supra. Yeah, I guess the Supra kind of, like, trumped, like, all the hype over the C8. Definitely. But, like, even when the C8 came out, I think it kind of was announced the same time, you know, people were getting their Supras. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would have really liked to see more of the, the Corvette C8s. I guess because the car's not out yet, you know, a lot of companies don't have performance parts or whatever. For yeah, it.
0: I'm sure when as soon as it comes out, a lot of the, the people that are really into Chevys and like GMs and stuff, they're really going to be on top of them. And uh, I think the reason why it's not really the hype that much, in my opinion, is because it's kind of a supercar, right? Where the C7 was just a sports car you know casual driver um the corvette is really turning into like something bigger than it, what it you know started off as
1: yeah i can see what, what you mean um yeah. like being the first like mid-engine corvette obviously mm-hmm. it's definitely a change in you know the corvette lineup yeah and i think yeah i agree with you i think it's going in like a different direction than the previous corvettes have gone
0: i know for a fact people don't really like change and um with this car, especially, they're gonna, everyone's gonna be hating on it because they don't know what to expect. Right? Yeah, obviously, because
1: it's the first mid-engine Corvette.
0: Exactly. Um, they're so used to like the the front engine on these cars that they're not gonna know what to expect from it. Um, but I know for a fact the Corvette in general is gonna be just a really, really nice car, and they're really gonna be like, you know, wowing people with the the performance of it, because it, mid-engine is much more better, much more efficient platform than the front engine in terms of performance.
1: Alright, so one of my favorite showcases there was the Toyo Tires booth. So they actually had like a really, really big booth. Uh, I think Crispy was actually part of the booth there. The Slam G63 was part of them. They had a lot of different uh, like supercars. They had like a wide body Huracan. One of them was like twin turboed. Uh, they had, like, a Pandem A90 Supra. They had an S14 or an S13, actually. So, something for, like, JDM fans. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, their booth was, like, insane. They had a whole variety of cars. I really like seeing content from their booth. You know, mm-hmm. Toyota Tires, they're a huge tire company. I believe they're mainly performance-based. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really like their, you know, they're kind of showcase, their collection of cars that they came up with this year.
0: Yeah. Totally agree with you on that. But, yeah, on that note... Uh, that's pretty much it there was a lot more other cars that we could have discussed but i honestly i think those are one of some of our favorites that we talked about
1: yeah definitely i think um like over the week i've seen hundreds hundreds of different cars you know but these are the ones that kind of stood out to me yeah uh, kind of stood up to us obviously you know we could talk for hours about this
0: 100 but for time's sake we're gonna yeah we're 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 gonna end it there we're just gonna end it there (laughs) but yeah thank you guys for listening once again uh we really appreciate you guys listening to modified lifestyle something that we started off with passion we definitely want to keep continuing it like in the future but uh if you guys have any recommendations definitely hit us up at northside whips on instagram or email us any any topics you guys have in mind northside gmail.com.
1: Yeah, so Modified lifestyles available on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So something for everyone. If you mm-hmm. like the podcast, definitely share it with your friends, family. We'll greatly appreciate that. And yeah, on that note, see you guys next week.
0: Goodbye. You guys have that in there. No, I'm not. <laughs>